Hear that? Believe it or not, summer is just around the corner. Luckily, Armorall, America's most trusted auto appearance brand, has what your car needs to get that perfect summer shine. Plus, now through May 31st, we'll give you $5 for every 20 you spend on Armorall products. That means car wash pods, protectant, tire shine, you name it. Find out how to get your $5 rebate at armorall.com. Armorall, less work, more clean. Terms apply. Hello, book lovers. This is Taylor, aka The Bird, from Kimi and the Bird. Welcome to this bonus episode where I'm going to expand on a story that I've already told. If you've been following us on social media, if you've been participating in our 12 Days of Books to Giveaway, if you've been listening to these episodes, then you probably know that one of the Bird Edition episodes I've had is How to Win a Snowball Fight, where I told you all a story about how I hit my friend Ryan in the head with a snow shovel. But that story wasn't even just a story. In fact, that story is part of a saga. Because that was not the first time I've hit Ryan in the head with an object. And thus, there's today's episode. Where I'm going to tell you how to win a water balloon fight. And possibly give someone a concussion. If you'd like to donate to Kimi and the Bird, you're welcome to either click the link in the episode info or visit us on Venmo, which is also at Kiwi and the Bird. And now, on to the show. Now, just in case if everyone needs a refresher, there are a few key players in this story. There is me, the point of view, and really the tormentor. Then there is Ryan, who is our six foot two linebacker football person. That's his identity. He actually has no other traits to him. He's just football. Just kidding. (laughs) Ryan, if you're listening, I'm sorry, I'm kidding. (laughs) No, Ryan is really a fun person. I knew him all throughout junior high and high school, and and, uh, we had a lot of fun memories together, to say the least, to say the least. Now, with my last episode... I I told you all about how my mom would take me and a few friends door ditching. We would door ditch cute, funny, punny treats to a few of our favorite crushes. And we'd knock on the door, we'd run away. And it took our crushes a year or so before they figured out that we were the ones doorbell ditching them. And of course, the snowball fight ended the doorbell ditching once and for all. But... Today's story is actually going to be the prequel to the snowball fight. And yes, this story, I mean, you might have thought, oh, there's no way the snowball fight has a prequel. But it has a prequel. This is the prequel. And in this story, this is how our crushes discovered that it was me and my friends and my mom who was doorbell ditching them. My mom had received intel from one of our crushes' parents that our crushes would all be hanging out on a certain Saturday many, many years ago on the front lawn of one of our crushes. My mom relayed this to me. I said, okay, we have a date and a time and a place. What can we do with this information? Does this mean we can't doorbell ditch them on this day? Does this mean we can? Can we finally reveal ourselves? Can we stop being candy vigilantes and finally let the mask fall and show these boys that we were their true loves all along. That was the, those were the scenarios running in my head. But instead, I believe it was my mom and me. 
I'm not entirely sure. It was actually probably my mom because my mom is the only one who has good ideas. <laughs> we thought up, okay, let's ambush our crushes with water balloons. We'll put on masks. We'll get a huge cooler. We'll fill that cooler with tons of water balloons. And then on this Saturday, we'll drive by, pelt them all, and drive away. We wanted to shake things up. This was before the snowball fight. So we had... We wanted to kind of give a hint as to who we were, but also launch an attack at the same time. This was a dual purpose venture. So on that Saturday night where we knew because one of the boys' parents gave them up, which, I mean, I love how the parents kind of snitched on their own sons, but then had no remorse for it. They were like, oh yeah, they're going to be doing this on this day. I think they even knew we were going to water balloon them, but they're like, yeah, that sounds great. We'll, we're totally okay with that. So my friends and my mom and I, we started filling up water balloons. We did, you know, 20, 30, 40 balloons. We stacked all those balloons in a cooler and we filled the cooler with water because I guess that helps the water balloons to keep from popping. I don't know. That's a theory I've heard. And that's the theory we enacted. That's why we filled the cooler with water. And then we all hopped inside my mom's truck. Now my mom's truck is quite a, quite a beast. And I'm not saying that in a good way. It's a beast that has gone through too many battles, if you know what I'm saying. This truck was 15 years old. To even start it, you had to put it into parking gear, start the engine, and do this weird wiggle back and forth thing with the gears in order to turn it on. It was, this car was struggling. This car was on, was on its last breath, essentially. This truck was so old. I feel like I'm about to make a your mama joke, but this truck was so old that when the white paint started to chip off, my mom would spray paint it with white spray paint. <laughs> so it was definitely, it was definitely a truck that was loud, slow, and it took like, 10 seconds for it to even reach 25 miles per hour. But this was our beast. This was our steed. And we were going to launch the most amazing of attacks from our beast slash steed. So in the truck, we drive over to our crush's house. And as disclosed, the boys were indeed on the front lawn doing something. So my mom takes the turn. We pass in front of the boy's house. And at first, my friends and I are ducked. But then when we kind of get toward the middle point of the house where the boys are literally right in our iron line, they're right in front of us, that's when we decided to attack. We grab water balloons and we just start throwing them over the truck and right onto the lawn, hitting the boys in the face, the shoulder, the pants, the buttocks. And it took a moment for them to register that they were under attack. And so they started charging toward the truck, my mom, and my friends. My friends took a few water balloons and they hopped out of the truck. They were our on-foot soldiers. And they started just laying it thick on those boys. They were hitting those boys with so many water balloons that the entire yard was wet. Meanwhile, I stayed in the truck because I am defending both my steed and my mom. And so I wanted to fight as valiantly, not honorably, but valiantly as I could. And so I'm just grabbing water balloons and I'm just volleying them as quick as I can. Hitting this guy, this guy, this guy. And then there's Ryan. Six foot two football Ryan. Just staring me down. 
Then again, remember, this is before the snowball fight. But this would give Ryan a taste of what I was willing to do to win in terms of water balloon fights and snowball fights. So Ryan starts running toward the truck. And I keep throwing water balloons, but we're, we're running low. There's five water balloons, four water balloons, three water balloons. And so I tell my mom, Mom, hit the gas! We gotta go! So my mom puts pedal to the metal. But again, this truck is old. It is not meant for war. It takes 10 seconds to reach 25 miles per hour, even, if even that. It was actually probably not even that fast. I may, I may be romanticizing that truck speed for this story. But my mom hits it as hard as she can. And Ryan starts running toward me, the truck, and my mom. And again, this is my mom. This is, the, this is the truck that's been in my family for 15 years, whether or not we wanted it. And so Ryan starts running. And despite his height, despite the mountain of muscle that he was, he was making headway. He was catching up to that struggling truck. Now, before we continue, here's a quick commercial break. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Now back to the story. A little rehash. I'm in the back of my truck. My mom is driving. Pedal to the metal. But our truck is old and it is slow and honestly a disgrace. But Ryan does not see the water balloons that I'm throwing at him as a deterrent. But the more water balloons I throw, the less I have. In the cooler full of water, there's only one water balloon left. And Ryan is still running at the truck, aiming to commandeer our ship. This was personal. My mom was literally in the car. It was the most personal thing on the planet. And so as Ryan keeps running toward the truck, I throw my last water balloon. And it hits Ryan square in the chest. It sprays water everywhere. And he stumbles half a step. But this beast of a boy was not deterred. In fact, for some reason, I feel like that water balloon hit gave him even more speed and power. I don't know how it happened, but I swear he ran even faster. And before I know it, his two large hands clap down onto the back of the truck. And he is ready to haul himself over and take over the ship. Now, in this moment... I had a decision to make. What was going to be my move? I don't have any water balloons. I just have a cooler of water. My friends are out. They're on the field. They are in no man's land and they are fighting for their lives. And my mom is driving. It is up to me to determine how I'm going to deal with Ryan. Now in my heart, I think I was just thinking of glory. I was thinking, what would Jack Sparrow do? I was thinking, in this moment, it's either fight or flight. But flight wasn't even an option in my head. It wasn't an option I was going to accept. I would never let 
Ryan have the bragging rights that he kicked me out of my own truck with my mom in it to win the water balloon fight. I mean, that's no, no, I'd, I'd sooner break my own leg than do that. And so I saw that cooler of water and I knew that was the weapon. Unlike the snow shovel, the water cooler was not Excalibur. The water cooler was not a glorious weapon with which to win the war. It was not, it was not optimal. This was dirty fighting. This was, this was not honorable. By choosing this water cooler, I was proving that I had no morality when it came to war, but I chose the water cooler nonetheless. So I grabbed that cooler and it is sloshing with water and it is so heavy because we put quite a bit of water in there. And as Ryan keeps lumbering up the truck, his hands on the back of the bed, he's literally hauling himself up as I'm making the split second decision. And I take the water cooler and I haul it over my head and I pour the water all over him. But this was the issue. Ryan was fast. He was strong. He was literally pulling himself into the truck. And so as he was pulling himself forward and over, and as I was throwing the water cooler over my head with all the water, I in turn not only drenched Ryan, but I hit Ryan completely in the face and head with an entire cooler. Ryan falls off the truck. He lands hard on his side and the cooler clatters beside him. And my mom keeps driving away. She has no idea what's going on. She has no idea that I just assaulted a person. She just keeps driving. And Ryan is left on the road alone by himself. And we drive away. Now, I instantly told my mom, I just hit Ryan in the head with a cooler. And so we turned back around (laughs) to where he was on the road And we checked on him. Poor guy was just completely doused. He was soaking wet. It was kind of a colder time of year. I think it was the end of September. And he also had just gotten hit in the head with a massive cooler. And so we helped him up and we drove him back to the the front lawn of where the initial fight had taken place. Where my other friends had run out of water balloons too. So we drove Ryan back. We dropped him off. And then my friends and I, without a word, without saying anything, because we didn't want to expose ourselves as the people who have been doorbell ditching the boys the whole time. And so we all hopped back in the truck and then we drove off. But Ryan knew it was me. That is how the boys discovered that it was me, my mom, and my friends who were doorbell ditching them. And then later that school year, that's when we decided to have the snowball fight. And if you listen to that episode, you know what happened. And honestly, after these experiences, I'm surprised that Ryan still talked to me. (laughs) Actually, it became a really funny memory point between us of how many times I hit him in the head. Because it was a cooler, a snow shovel, a basketball, and then also a battery. And let it be noted, all accidental Uh, But it does not change the fact that his head was hit repeatedly. And also, his head was hit repeatedly in football as well. Over the course of his high school career in football, Ryan received five concussions. So it's safe to say that his head is very sturdy. He actually might have the most 
unbreakable head I've ever seen in my life. Scientists may want to study his skull. I think they could find some interesting information. Thank you so much for joining me for today's episode. Let me know what you think about this story. Was this the proper prequel to the snowball fight? Was it foreshadow to the snowball fight in that I hit Ryan in the head with a cooler in this story, and then later I proceeded to hit him in the head with a snow shovel? And let me know which weapon was your favorite between a cooler and a snow shovel <laughs> with hashtag bird brain. For Kami's episodes, she will be using hashtag Kiwi Power. For my co-host, we both hope you have a wonderful bookish day and that your next read has an awesome kiss. And remember, like a library, at Kiwi and the Bird, shh happens.